What's up, Tiger fans? Welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. So glad we can join you guys here again this week. I'm Ethan Scott, joined alongside Cody Ike. Cody, how you doing? I'm doing great as always. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Cody, we are joined alongside two of Broken Arrow's Jungle Squad members, Justin Adair and Joe Cooper. Guys, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. Joe, how about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. So, Football season is on. It's upon us. It's been going, you know, now for the past five weeks, six weeks, something like that. You guys, you know, you guys are the two like biggest supporters of BA that I know of, along with all the other Jungle Squad boys. So, I mean, Justin, what do you do before every single game to like mentally prepare yourself to cheer your heart out? Um, I think I just kind of have fun with it. I mean, away games, we play music on the bus and stuff like that, get our blood moving, get our brains moving, you know, makes it a lot more fun. If you have fun doing it, then you're going to enjoy it a lot more. For sure, for sure. Joe, what about yourself? Well, I just kind of, I kind of turn my brain off because if I think about it too much, I'll be like, oh my gosh, these people are making fun of me. You want it to be authentic is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. I'm just I like, I you. just go for it, you know? Uh, Do you guys just voice, like, do you ever lose your voice from screaming so much or? Yeah. So actually my first football game last year at Mansfield, um, on the bus ride home, I took a nap and woke up at about 1.30 in the morning on the bus ride home. <laughs> And, like, I couldn't breathe. It was, like, hard to swallow. Like, my throat was gone. But, yeah, like, after every game, your throat's hurting. It, it, with me, water usually, like, helps it. But, I mean, like Joe was saying, every single game the next day, it's like, holy cow, I have strep throat or something like that. Like, you just, uh, you sound so hoarse. So, how long have you been doing this for, Justin? Um, Two years. Two years, what about yourself, Joe? Yeah, two years. So what would you say in these last two years would probably be your best memory from Jungle Squad, Justin? Um, I liked playoffs a lot last year. Um, the vibe of everything and the way the students reacted to every single play during the football season was just so different and a lot stronger than it was throughout the season. So playoffs was a huge difference from regular season to playoffs. Yeah, I'm not to go with the same about playoffs because like Whiteout last year was one of the best games that I've ever been a part of. Like getting to beat Owasa by one point was also so fun. And then just like Justin said, just the general vibe of it was just a lot different than the regular season games were. That's awesome to hear. So we're going to be playing a game called um, Crowd Noise. Okay, Crowd Noise. Have you guys heard of the Whisper Challenge before? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, you guys already get the gist. Basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to play a song loudly in both of your guys' headphones, as well as me and Cody's. We're going to hear the song, too. And then I'm going to mute one of you guys, and you guys are going to have cards that are right in front of you right now. And basically, Justin, let's say you get field goal as an example. You'll have your mic turned all the way down. Joe's will be turned up, and you'll have to whisper or lip towards Joe um, field goal, and he'll have to guess that it's field goal. So are you guys ready to play? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to it. All right. Joe, you'll be the first one to guess. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're going. So, Justin, you're going to go through all your cards first, and then Joe okay. will go through his. Alrighty. So here we go. Mommy, 
Shark do 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 mommy shark do 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 mommy shark do 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 mommy shark. Daddy shark do 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 daddy shark do 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 daddy shark do 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 something stand. One more guess. I have no clue. All right, we'll skip to the next one. Dude, I cannot understand you, bro. <laughs> Half time? Yes, sir. John something. John Coffee? This will be the last one right here. Donovan something? Donovan McNabb. Donovan Hardaway. There we go. All right, all right. All right, Joe. It's time for you to show your cards. We're out of time, so here we go, Joe. All righty. Did you say Julie? I heard Julie. Legendary tennis player. Serena Williams. Rob Gronkowski. I don't know why, but I'm getting Pitbull for some reason. I don't know. He called a shot. What? He called a shot. Babe Ruth. Okay. Okay. Dude, you got to be more like fluctuate with your mouth. You gonna skip past that one? Yeah. I don't know why I keep feeling you're saying Julie or Julia. I, I don't know. All right, this will be the last one. I, I'm not going to get it. calling it. It's going to be a tough one. Did you say Tua? Tua Tugavailoa. Yes, sir. All righty. All right, we are done with the crowd noise game. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. When me and Cody get back, we're going to be joined alongside the Ethan Walker 
to discuss fantasy football tips and, you know, who to sit, who to rest, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we'll be right back with the Tiger Sports Report after this. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. Welcome back, Tiger fans, to the Tiger Sports Report. We are now joined alongside Ethan Walker here for the fantasy football segment. Ethan, week six is upon us. Who are some players, in your opinion, that you should sit, and who are some players that you need to start? Uh, For starters, uh, I think we need to start Trevor Lawrence and uh, Christian Kirk just because they're playing the Colts, and last time they played the Colts, they... um, they absolutely destroyed them going 24-0. Christian Kirk, just nonstop. Christian Kirk has been good this whole season, so I have no doubts in my mind that he will continue to be good as long as Trevor Lawrence because they have a good dynamic duo going on right in there. And I've heard some people after your after the take you had last episode about Christian Kirk that some people are using him for fantasy and having like just great times. So if, you, if you're going to listen to anybody, folks, listen to Ethan Walker. Um, Ethan, who are some players that you need to sit? Uh, for especially for uh, week six, uh, any Steelers players really. I mean, Kenny Pickett for his first start through like three interceptions. Two of them were tipped off. One of them was a hail mary throw, but still, what? I didn't know Kenny Pickett did that. I'm a big yeah. Kenny Pickett supporter. I just haven't been paying attention. I guess. Dang. Yeah. He he threw three picks and he didn't. I mean, granted, he got out after they benched Mitch Trubisky, but still, I don't. He might. Might be the guy, but it's his rookie year. So, so actually, you know, leading on to that, Ethan, who do you think is better? This is off topic, but who do you think is better, Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett? Who would you say is the solid choice for the Steelers? I mean, we haven't. I haven't seen much of uh, Kenny Pickett play, but I do believe Mitch Trubisky will be better. So, who are some underrated players heading into Week Six? Heading into Week Six, uh, D Hop is supposedly supposed to be back oh, for Week Six for ten. Cardinals, but I still believe Marquise Brown will be a sleeper. Because everyone's going to be worried about DeAndre Hopkins. So I would definitely think that Marquise Brown is a sleeper for sure. And what would you say is the best defense heading into week six? Like the best defense to choose? Uh, I, I hate to say it, but definitely not the Bills or Chiefs because that's going to be a very, very good game. Uh, probably Jacksonville, either Jacksonville or e- either the Bears defense even. They're playing against the Commanders, and Commanders are not that hot. You have anything else to add on to us? Not much. Nope. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when we get back, me and Cody and Michaela Converse and Jaden Stewart will be talking the NFL as a whole. So, yeah, we'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, Our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been, 
for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. What's up, Tiger fans? I'm Ethan Scott, and welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. I'm joined alongside Cody Ike, Jaden Stewart, and Michaela Converse here for the NFL part of the show. Michaela, you got some questions for us. Yes, I do. How do you guys think about how Cooper Rush and the Cowboys are playing this season? I think Cooper Rush has really stepped in uh, for the Cowboys. They, they're they performing a lot. I wouldn't say better, but they're they're winning. Uh, and at the end of the day, that's all that they really need to do from Cooper Rush until Dak comes back. Cooper threw two interceptions that got turned back from uh, flags last game, though. So that's not something you want to see, but he got, the, he got the job done. I think Cooper Rush, in my opinion, is um, a very, very solid backup quarterback. He's done a lot of good things so far in his last three matchups that he's played in and started in. He's 3-0. and And, uh, I mean, honestly, if you're a Cowboys fan, like I myself personally am, I don't want Dak Prescott back. I want to keep, you know, starting Cooper Rush. I want to see what the guy's capable of. I mean, the guy's put up good matchups. I know he played, you know, kind of some – let's just be realistic, stinky franchises in the uh, New York Giants and the uh, Washington Commanders. I mean, it was a decent, you know, matchup between the Bengals. I mean, those are AFC champions. So, I mean, they're still a pretty solid team, even regardless of how they're playing right now. Um, I, I like Dak. Dak is one of my favorite players I've ever gotten to watch. But, I mean, Cooper Rush, man, let's, I, if you're a Cowboys fan, I want to ride that train. I want to see how far it goes and how far it takes me. But Dak Prescott will most likely be making the start once he's back and healthy because that's how Jerry Jones runs things. Acker, what Cody said, he's doing a good job as a backup, getting the job done for them, winning. But I think Prescott should definitely be the starter. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I agree with all y'all's input. Um, what are your thoughts on the Tua situation? The Tua Tagovailoa situation is a complete and utter disgrace for the Miami Dolphins currently. It's really just pathetic how they ran that over wanting to keep a 3-0 record. I mean, listen – Tua Tagovailoa literally had a like seizure on the field. He was walking off like he had just been hit with a baseball bat over a hundred times on the head and was literally shaking. Um, they don't know the, their medical staff clearly doesn't know how to do a concussion check. I uh, I actually outside of Broken Arrow commentate uh, for a school called Vian. Uh, it's it's in a podunk town and I commentate their football and a referee actually in the last game got injured with a concussion. I think the Vian Wolverine 2A football team has a better concussion protocol than the Miami Dolphins of the NFL. They don't know how to do stuff medically at all, and they're they're definitely going to have a lot of fines and a lot of changes in that personal uh, training staff very, very soon. It's it's a horrible situation for I, sure. I think his doctor already got fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a very like sad thing because you're a professional team and having a quarterback that happened to a quarterback – is obviously upsetting, especially when he's your young talent. You want to make sure he's healthy and everything. But I think they were just trying to rush the fact that they're 3-0 and and they want to keep it going, so they mm. put him out there. So I, I think it's just really disappointing from the franchise. Uh, they they need to be better. When he when he walked off that field after uh, hitting the, his head against Buffalo, that immediately should have been like a telltale sign to not start the guy and just keep him on the bench. Jaden, what do you think about it? It's just horrible. They failed to. Uh, they should have took care of him and kept him out. For sure. All right, how do you guys feel about the Lions allowing the most points scored through the first four weeks in NFL history? The Lions are going to be the Lions. They've been doing, you know, stink fest football now for the past 40 years. Ever since Barry Sanders left them, they've just never been good. Um, it's the Detroit Lions. What else is there to say? Their defense is horrible. Their offense is actually pretty solid this season. They do score a lot of points. But 
defensively, they're not stopping anything. They probably couldn't cover a simple halfback dive or a simple slant route. I mean, it's very, very bad defense. And, uh, yeah, and as you said, it's the most points ever scored throughout the first four weeks in NFL history. So they definitely need to uh, work on that defensively. Their coach, I love their head coach. Head coach is a really cool guy. If you if you guys have had the uh, chance to watch Hard Knocks, I mean, the dude has passion for the game. He doesn't care about the media. He doesn't care about that stuff. He wants to see his guys win and succeed. So I think you give them a couple of years, and I, th- I think a couple of years from now, the Detroit Lions could definitely be a uh, solid team up there in the NFC. But for now, it's just you know going to be stereotypical Detroit Lions football. It's not very fun to watch, and their defense proves it. I think the Lions have like they have a lot a lot of young talent, and we've seen them mm-hmm. ruin it with young talent before. But I think that with the amount that they have, it's almost impossible to ruin it. Their defense is so young and everything. They have a bunch of rising stars. Their offense is like really impressive, though, as they have they've gone toe to toe with teams like the Eagles, which are undefeated right now. And I mean, it's just impressive what they've been doing offensively. They just need to step it up a little bit defensively, and we've seen like moments where the defense looks really good and I say we shouldn't forget about Jared Goff either at quarterback I mean the guy is a veteran he led his team the Los Angeles Rams at the time to a Super Bowl which was very impressive I mean forget the whole pass interference call in the NFC championship game he still led them to that so you give him some time I think he'll be very solid in Detroit and he already is so far I mean he's throwing a decent amount of touchdowns he's doing pretty solid but uh yeah I, I think they just need more time defensively for sure I personally think they're a playoff team if they can get their defense figured out with Amara St. Brown, DeAndre Swift. They've been doing really well this year, the high-scoring offense. If mm-hmm. Dan Campbell can fix their defense, they're really good. Well, I think that right there, fans, is going to wrap up the NFL segment. Thank you guys so much for joining us here in this one. When we come back, we'll be talking college football. Me and Cody might, you know, have to go back and forth. So, uh. We'll see you guys when uh, we get to the uh, college football segment. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Terrence Booth alongside Cody Ike and Ethan Scott. Let's talk about some college football. Let's get into it. Ethan, what college quarterback has impressed you the most so far this season? I have to say Spencer Sanders and uh, Jalen Daniels of Kansas. And uh, also, uh, really, yeah, those just those two, really, in my opinion. You know, uh, Spencer Sanders doing his thing at OSU. Just recently got a win over Baylor, which was a very, very impressive one. Not going to go too much into detail into that for a little bit, but very impressive win. I mean, just a great game from uh, Spencer Sanders, and he is definitely a Heisman candidate. If you don't believe that, you're weird. Um, Jalen Daniels of the Kansas Jayhawks. They are currently 5-0. and They barely beat Iowa State, so, I mean, props to them for getting that win over Iowa State, but they'll definitely start losing some games because it's KU football. That's how they do it. Oh, another quarterback, Adrian Martinez of Kansas State. Dude's a beast. Um uh, just an amazing player. We saw what he did against Oklahoma. So that was very, very fun to watch. But uh, yeah. Cody? Uh, Spencer Sanders has done great things, obviously, but we knew he could do this. So I probably give it to Jalen Daniels so far as the most impressive ones leading Kansas to 5-0, and even though their schedule has been pretty easy. He's done some pretty impressive things on it with his legs and everything. I So I'd probably give it to him. Now, Ethan, what team has done well that you didn't expect to do well? James Madison University, they are having a very, very good season so far. They are undefeated. 
Um, based off my knowledge, I actually don't even know what conference they're in. I know they're not a very good team, though. Historically, it's James Madison University, but having a very, very successful season, a lot of team, a lot of fans want them in the top twenty-five, just like Kansas was able to get into the top twenty-five. And that's another team I think is doing very well so far. I mean, again, they beat Iowa State fourteen to eleven. It was barely a win. Um, again, they're going to drop point. They're going to drop very soon. It's KU, but. Yeah, James Madison University and Kansas, for sure, are the two most impressive teams, in my opinion. Cody? Uh, I'm going to say the obvious one here uh, is Kansas mm-hmm. being 5-0. and Again, very, very easy schedule. Almost barely edged it out last week, but, like, they have – they're 5-0. They, they've, they've shown that they're decent at football. I don't want to say anything too spectacular yet until they play a harder matchup, but, yeah, no, they're definitely most surprising. And we know say. as they get deeper into the season, they're in the Big 12. The Big 12, there's really no bad teams. So, so Yeah, the rest of their, the rest of their schedule is pretty hard. Yeah. So, Ethan, on the flip side, um, who hasn't lived up to the hype? Notre Dame, for sure. Notre Dame have struggled this year. Uh, Brian Kelly just recently hired from LSU to go there just to play losing football. Um, actually, no correction brian kelly left notre dame to go to lsu um it's just whoever their coach is i actually do not know off the top of my head but they are struggling this season it's not very good football to watch for notre dame i mean they have won some of their games they're above 500 now but i mean we saw they started against ohio state and we saw definitely how they started against marshall not very good not very well played and uh, another team i think is struggling very very badly which they better hope things change or they're not even going to, you know, make it very far to the New Year's Six Bowl. He's even the Oklahoma Sooners. The Oklahoma Sooners are struggling this year. They lost to Kansas State. Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn had the games of their lives against them. And then we saw what they did against TCU, an absolute an absolute just bad, bad performance. I mean, 55-24, getting blown out by TCU as Oklahoma is very rare. And, um, I mean, Dylan Gabriel was out with a concussion, but – Nah, it was just not very, very good football. I know you struggling, and they better pick it up when they play against Texas because I think Texas wins that game. Cody? As much as I love them, as much as I love them, I don't think there's another team that's been as disappointing as Oklahoma. I mean, they've shown mm-hmm. glimpses of being decent at, at football, but overall they're probably the most disappointing being 3-2 and two and losing to TCU. I mean, it's just, just not a good look for Oklahoma so far. Uh, there's only one really big Oklahoma college team right now but which one I, is that which one is that Cody I don't know but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna still obviously argue for OU as they have shown glimpses so Ethan give me a brief overview of the OSU and OU games this weekend well Oklahoma State you know I hate to be like this uh Cody but I mean after the takes I had in our very first episode our inaugural episode of um the Tiger Sports Report, I consider myself now the Nostradamus of college football. I predicted OSU would beat Baylor and that they would be undefeated at this point, and I predicted that OU would be dropping games. So, uh, Cody, actually, I want to ask you, do you believe Dylan Gabriel is a D1 athlete? Real funny, but um, I think Dylan Gabriel, he, <laughs> he's he got the eyes. Like he, he's, a, he's very good at decision-making, but at, I, after watching the TCU game, he just can't make the throws. Like, mm-hmm. he's got the idea in his head, right? He thinks he can do it, and then he just can't. He can't make the throws, but he's got the visions. So, I mean, he's showing, like, the word glimpses is being said a lot by me, but he is showing glimpses of being good because he's got the decision-making already down, and usually that's the, the harder part. It, now it's just making the throws. I, I, I mean, 
Dylan Gabriel for sure is not what OU wants, in my opinion. I think OU is definitely in a rebuilding year, and I'll say that for sure out of respect for him because I know what I know what OU is capable of. Okay, I'm a diehard Pokes fan. You know this about me. I love my Cowboys, but I mean, game recognizes game. OU is one of the greatest organizations in college football history, and that's that's a fact. But right now, they are stinking, and they definitely need to work on that. Um, you were asking Cherish though um, an overview of games going on for OU and OSU. OSU and their next uh, matchup play Texas Tech. That one is at home. Texas Tech actually just recently ended up beating Texas, if I can get my phone to load, just recently ended up beating Texas in a very big upset because I don't believe Texas Tech have gotten a win over Texas in like a long time up until then. It's been a while. It had been a while. Um, Oklahoma, we know who they play though in their next matchup and they play Texas, the Longhorns. I'm calling it now. They're losing that game. The, today's date is October 4th. So this is beforehand, and this episode will come out after that game. I'm saying it right now. Um, OU loses that game, and they're going to lose by at least two touchdowns for sure. As much, as much as I would like to argue for them, I mean, our running game has been pretty solid uh, and everything. But Texas, especially if we don't know if Daniel Dylan Gabriel is going to be back, our backup quarterback did really bad. I want to see General Booty start. I think he might be the option because our second string did really bad. And it was already a losing game, so he was just trying to prove himself to mm-hmm. see if he can step into the role. He couldn't. Uh, but, no, I I don't think OU's going to beat Texas either, even though I love him. I just – this might be this might be a loss. It probably will be a loss. Most likely, yeah. yeah. I mean, Texas has a lot to play for, too. They want to have a piece of that Big 12 championship this year, in my opinion. So they'll definitely want to come back, especially after the Texas Tech loss, for sure. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's going to be the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Ethan Scott, joined alongside Cody Ike and Cherish Booth. We will be back next week for another episode. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time.